Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, Chris Gathered here. Apologies on the sound quality on this intro. Don't worry, whole episode's not like this. I'm right now recording on my voice memos app on my phone instead of my usual fancy Sennheiser microphone. Don't know why I'm plugging Sennheiser. They don't sponsor the show. If any other mic company wants to hook us up with free gear, we'll happily shout you out instead. Anyway, I'm currently in Florida. I'm doing all these intros lately. Not from Jersey, man. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm in a state park in Florida. I'm standing on a small suspension bridge at at Oleno State Park. Um, which spans this little river. It's a park that was built, I think, as part of the one of the uh, FDR programs back in the day, Civilian Conservation Corps. It's a beautiful place. I was officiating the wedding of uh, a guy named Randy, who uh, bought him, he's, he's bought a million cameos from me over the years. Randy and Jessica, two great people, punk rockers. And I was down here, and I don't really didn't really know anybody at the party. And I was making small talk with Randy, and I knew Randy listens to New Jersey's The World and, and he uh, he grew up in Jersey. I said, Randy, you live in Somerville, right? You grew up in Somerville? And he doesn't live there now. I said, you grew up in Somerville? He said, yeah, I grew up in Somerville. I said, now that town's really transformed, right? Like the past five, ten years, it's become that, all of a sudden, Somerville's looking like Montclair or Red Bank. It wasn't always like that. He's like, no, it wasn't like that at all. I go, yeah, I always saw the Somerville and it was a lot like in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, Somerville. That's like, I think like Boundbrook, Manville. And he snapped at me. He goes, it's not like Manville. So sorry, Randy. Sorry that I offended you over your wedding weekend. And apologies to all the people of Manville that I have offended you now. Have to thank everybody who supports the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you listen to the free feed every Monday, we appreciate you. We love you. And if you subscribe over at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world, we love you even more. And if you sur- if you subscribe at the uh, $10 tier instead of the $5 tier, we-, we love you twice as much as that. Thanks to everybody who has bought t-shirts at belowthecollar.com slash Chris Gethard. Um, these things help the show stay alive. This thing really, truly is a labor of love. I speak on behalf of all of us. None of us are doing this for money, uh, but we pour a lot of time into it, and the uh, people who support it monetarily, you do allow us to justify putting that time, taking that time away from our lives to uh, pour some hours into this thing. So huge, huge thanks. Now, I'm very excited for you to hear today's episode. Uh, As you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, I have a real fascination with the city of Newark, with its history, with its relationship to its suburbs, and with with its present, with its future. And I talked with someone, you're about to hear this conversation, and I tell you, I walked away from it going, I did not expect to be as inspired as I was. Uh, by that one, I didn't know what to expect because this person's a, a man of mystery. This is the person who is behind an Instagram account called Nork NJ Blog. And it's pretty simple, as you can imagine from that name. Walks around Nork taking pictures of stuff. And you can tell from the captions this is a person who lives in Nork, loves Nork, grew up in Nork, and is just kind of a person on the ground shooting things from that 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 ground level from the trenches perspective a lot of the beautiful stuff and 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 has has posted some captions on there i go this person it, this is not just another th- photo blog this person has there's there's something in this something in this guy's guts that's compelling him to do this and i wanted to get to the bottom of it so i reached out we did an interview and you're going to hear it's funny you'll hear 
a lot about opinions on the city. You'll hear a lot about what it's like to see the city changing. You're going to hear a lot about what it's like. Also, some very funny tangents on once you once you run an Instagram account that people start noticing, that starts catching some momentum on how on how it, you'll hear his perspective on that as well. Made me smile. Made me laugh. The whole thing's very interesting, and I have to thank our friend who uh, has posted so many beautiful pictures for also sharing so many beautiful words. I think you're gonna like this one. Enjoy it. Hi, everybody listening. I'm here with. Uh, I've managed to track down a man of mystery. This is uh, this is the person who's behind an Instagram that I don't even remember how I came to find it. Uh, probably just in the algorithm because I follow so much Jersey stuff. But as soon as I found it, I was like, oh, this is very on point. It's very cool. And I'm not the only one who thinks so. Over 10,000 followers. It's, uh, it's something you should all follow too. It's Nork NJ blog. And uh, I'm here with the mysterious James who's behind it. James, I won't reveal too much about you. I won't uh, ask too many personal questions. We're going to stick to Nork, but... How's it feel to have a uh, 10,000 follower blog where everybody's trying to figure out who you are? First, thank you for having me. Um, and to answer your question, it's it's mind-blowing. I, I remember starting from scratch and saying I want to start something to show the beauty of Newark. And, you know, a few people kind of, you know, deterred me a bit, like, Newark wants to see Newark. And here I am. <laughs> And for everybody listening, like if you're listening to this, you're already someone who follows a, 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 a podcast called New Jersey is the World. Like you love New Jersey. Your, your Instagram, it's really fascinating in its simplicity and also in seeing which things just start getting tons of likes. Like you'll put up a thing that's just here's the narrowest street in Newark. People oh, love yes, yes. You put up stuff that's here's a before picture of a house that had fallen into disarray. Here's the after picture of what it's looking like now. People love it. It's very simple. Let's take a look at Newark. Now, this is the, uh, I think, either third or fourth conversation I've had in this little mini series I'm doing with Newark. One was with a uh, friend of mine who's a comedian, who, a comedian who grew up in Newark. Another was a uh, friend of a friend who is a, a rapper and housing advocate who grew up in. Uh, uh, section of the Ironbound called Down Bottom, not just okay. Down Neck, Down Bottom. Um, and they've been great conversations. And I'll get into what these conversations have been about, but there's something you put up recently that really struck me. And it's it's part of why I really wanted to talk to you and why I'm so excited you said, yeah, to doing this. You put up a post a couple weeks ago and uh, it said, my mission, for those who don't know me, I'm a Norker to the core. And since I grew up here my whole life and still live here, I made it my mission to highlight the beauty of Newark in a way the media doesn't. Therefore, it's my privilege and duty to share the city's character, culture, assets, local businesses, and all the great things the city offers. I focus solely on the good because I know that positivity will spread and bolster our communities. With that said, thank you for your support, and I look forward to continue showing you Newark. Yes, that's, that's a it. pretty perfect mission statement as far as what you're doing out there. <laughs> yes, that's that's my mission. I I. I believe since I grew up here and this city has given me so much character and developed me into the person I am today. I feel like it is my duty, my responsibility to give back in any way I can. Now, I assume, you know, 
I, I don't presume that anybody's gone back and listened to uh, hours of audio of the past. Part of what I've talked about with Newark, um, when I've talked with my friend Alexis Guerreros, when I talked with Daniel Joseph, I grew up in West Orange. My three of my four grandparents um, lived in Newark. Two of them were born and raised there, but oh, I was awesome. born and raised in West Orange in the 80s and 90s. And by that time, my, I mean, my father went to Essex Catholic. My father went to high school in Newark. He used to get dropped off in Branchbrook Park. His dad worked in Westinghouse, would drop him off in Branchbrook Park. He'd hitchhike the rest of the way. So like many Essex County families, I'm this suburban kid who my grandparents grew up there. My parents had major connections there, went to high school there. My dad started high school the Sept in September of 67, just a few months after the riots slash rebellion, whatever people call them. My mom has all these stories. She used to take the bus down to Bamberger's. Yes. And yet I was raised in a generation where we were taught both consciously and definitely subconsciously, it's a dangerous place and there's no need to go there. <laughs> and I feel so bad about that. I feel so closed-minded about that. And now that I'm older, I realize, man, there's this city that was probably a 10, 15 minute drive from my front door that my family had all these connections to. And I'm not the only person who grew up just outside of Nork with Nork as this sort of boogeyman. And here you are making this, this uh, Instagram that's blowing up that seems to be actively pushing back against that very idea. It's, it, I, I responded to it so hard. Absolutely, because it's very heartbreaking. I, I kid you not. The, if I have shown you, so I'll give you a scenario how heartbreaking it is. Recently, I was on Twitter, and sometimes I like to see what's going on with Newark. And I saw a young girl who practically, she wrote there, she tweeted, um, I'm so sad that my birth certificate has Newark on it. You, you, know, you know, a young girl to say that is just heartbreaking. And I, I'm not going to say it's her fault. You know, it's, you know, like you said, we're all taught that Newark is the boogeyman. Don't go there. It's horrible. There's nothing good there. Nothing good comes out of it. But that's um, the opposite. I told her specifically, I, I reached out to her, but listen, there's a lot of great leaders that came from Newark, you know, a lot of history, whether it's jazz, um, there's, there's, you know, a lot of great leaders, poets, you know, singers. And she really was like, wow, you're absolutely right. Thank you for that. And, and that's what I mean. It's just, that's just one of many, you know, times that I, that I feel like it's so heartbreaking that people actually believe that there's nothing good in Newark. And you're doing something that is quietly blowing my mind, which is like I said, you'll put up a thing that's like, hey, here's a house. Here's the shot from before they fix it up. Here's the fix now, uh, shot now that they fix it up. And that's awesome. But that might play into the dialogue of like, oh, cool, make Nork's on the comeback, but also there's the picture of the boarded up building. You're also, though, you'll put up pictures of a cafe where I'll look at it and I'll go, that looks more hip than any place in Williamsburg. That oh. looks more hip than any place in Greenpoint. You're also putting up places where it's straight up like, oh, those of us who have not pierced through the these tropes we were taught those of us who haven't taken the time your instagram makes it very clear like oh we're just you're just straight up missing out you're missing yes. out on just a lot of cool shit if you're 
yes. still too nervous to go to Newark. So walk me through some of that. Cause I love how you said you want to focus on the positive and you really do where I'm like, I lived in Brooklyn a few years. I'm like, I'm looking at a picture right now of a place that's visibly cooler than most of the spots that I would sit with my laptop and, in Brooklyn. And to be honest, I'm just scratching the surface. I have so much like, for instance, there's this new cafe. It's on orange Avenue. Okay. Orange, orange street. Sorry. Orange street, which 10 years ago was nothing good. It was just a liquor store. A lot of people just loitering, just hanging out, walking around. And these two girls, these two sisters, they're, 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 they lived in Greece. They're Greek. They opened a cafe. And I'm telling you, I'm mind blown. I would have never thought that such cafe would exist here. It's called Canela. I go there pretty often. I will be showing it soon. But um, it's it's just amazing. I spoke to them. They're like, yeah, we're two sisters. We decided to come here. And our parents don't know that we invested in this. I'm like, what? She's like, no, uh... we didn't. Not, neither do our friends. Cause we did not want to hear the, you know, be deterred and the negativity. We just don't need it. We just want to go for this. And their parents still don't know. They've been open, I think, past three months, four. And it's she's like, I'm like, when are you gonna tell them? They're like, uh, maybe one day, just not right now. So I'm telling you, there's so many businesses out there that <laughs> I have not scratched that. <laughs> People are going to be amazed. Now, wait, these sisters, did you feel like they didn't want to be deterred? Like opening a small business is hard or COVID or specifically Newark? The, Newark. Moving into Newark, I asked her, I'm like, why Why not? She's like, oh, because, you know, we didn't want to hear the negative. And the best thing, what I love this, what I love about this cafe is that they could have gone to downtown, you know, downtown, Irma. I mean, rent would be a little expensive, but that's where everyone would traditionally go to. But no, they went on Orange Street, which it's right off 280. NJIT, it's, it's very walkable, but no one really ever emphasized, oh, like, let's go to Orange Street. You know, but now I'm telling you, I walked there the first day and I haven't been in that area in a while, like just to stroll through. And I saw a lot of people walking their dogs. I'm like, whoa, this is not what I remember. And then. I went in there and I was amazed by the service, the hospitality, the people, and the and what's even better is I will see like people that actually live in the neighborhood. You can tell they're from Newark. They go in there, they're like first time and they loved it. So it's it's great thing to do. It's, and there's it's I'm telling you, I love what I do. I love my mission. I love this journey to have embraced and taken and it's going somewhere. And I don't know where. But I told myself, I'm not going to stop. And I'm never, I tell everyone, I'm not moving from Newark. I'm here long term and I'm going to hear, I'm going to be here to stay. So you're born and raised. I was born. So I was born in New Brunswick. I was born in Robert Wood Johnson Hospital. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My dad already had the house. So as soon as I was discharged, we came directly to this house that I've living in, that I've lived in for my whole 30 years. Uh, yeah. And can I ask you, what ward did you grow up in? Um, you know, most of the time it's called the old first ward, which it is. Uh, and now it was at one point North Ward, and then they changed the whole census changed it. So now it's tradition, you know, it's called the Central Ward, but then the next block I'm in the North Ward. <laughs> so yeah. Now, I'm very glad to be talking to you. So 
There's a few things I want to say out of the gate. Just that story about that cafe, I feel like anyone listening to this is probably writing the name of that place down. And your enthusiasm for Nork and this business is like getting people to go there. I yes. feel like there's going to be a few people who listen to this who are like, I'll drive, I'll drive from where I'll drive up from Central Jersey, check out this place on Orange Street. Let's do it. Um, I love it. Now, one thing I might ask you though, because I feel like I want to, I almost want to structure it like this. I want to hear more about the stuff you're excited about, more about the stuff you've posted about, the stuff that you're going to post about, more stories like this. That's very important. That's in your mission statement. I also want to talk about the dynamics of Nork, because as you note, you're very classy in what you put up on Instagram, that part I read where you say, the media doesn't tell the story I'm telling because the media likes to get clicks and the media likes to make money. Absolutely. And that means Nork is quote unquote, the stolen car capital of the world. That means New Jersey drive and carjacking and this and that, and all this stuff from yes. the nineties and the drug epidemic and all that stuff that I think Nork is actively leaving behind. And we're all starting to realize it. I do have to ask you one thing. Both of the other people I've interviewed so far were from the Ironbound, And they both made it very clear to me in a real polite way. They sensed my good intentions. They said, look, if you really want to talk about Newark as the city that gets judged, even as people from the Ironbound, you got to talk to people not from the Ironbound because people from other neighborhoods in the Newark, in Newark, they kind of indicate it, might be getting a little bit tired of the fact that the suburbs are like the Ironbound's cool. Like the Ironbound almost seems like it's viewed as a soft little oasis where the suburbanites feel okay. <laughs> so I wanted to get your view on that, even though I can tell you're a positive, positive guy. I'm not trying to ask you to talk shit, but no. do you know what these guys, both of these guys said, you can't just talk to ironbound people, man. That's what the suburbanites already do. You know what? I'm glad you're talking to the right person because there's one thing that I have and that's <laughs> testimony. I, I did grow up in this side of Newark, but I went to school across, across town. I went to school on Muhammad Ali and Irvin Turner. I've hung out, you know, and this is another discussion, but long story short, I hung out with, uh, with, with, with friends at the time, you know, when I was young and, you know, I, I was hanging out in the projects on Seth Borden, which they just demolished. So, you know, I, and, and I stroll through those neighborhoods still today. I go on Franklin Heisen Avenue. I go to these rough areas because I try to assess and see. Is there being progress done? Is there not? Is, is, is it just Ironbound that's going to be good? And No. And, you know, to be frank, there is change. It, it, and, and I see it because I go on these areas where we're was very drug infested. And it's not drug infested anymore. There, these people, these, let's, I, I hate to use the word, but crack whores that would just be there. It's not there anymore. It, it's, it's just not happening. They're slowly fixing it now this is again this is a very large city this is not hoboken where boom everything get you know it, you got to start from somewhere and it, you know slowly it spreads and the thing i would say about ironbound ironbound was not not affected as much after the rebellion slash riots so it, it's easy to keep that you know to be oh that's great it's it's it's, it's not that bad you know up springfield avenue and south orange avenue that's an area that's still, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. And I walk through those areas and I still go by the school that I walked, I used to go to school to, to see, do I feel safe? And sometimes I, I don't, but you know, this is where we need to be more involved as, as residents, as you know, and, you know, keep our leaders accountable and make sure that we get the right people in. 
I love that you are totally, you're realistic about it. You're like, I'm 30 years old. You're not going to deny in your lifetime. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen prostitution on the streets. You've seen people hit by drugs on the streets. There's areas where it's still not totally gone. It, it earns a lot of credibility for anybody listening because you're not you're not part of the tourism bureau. You're just oh, a guy who cares. No and you way. got an Instagram and you're I, killing it. I've interviewed these prostitutes, okay? I spoke to them just because I walked there and and I'm always going through there and it, it's sad. But um, you know, sometimes if I don't you know, I, I, I try to keep on touch with I try to keep in touch with people. You know, sometimes it will be a very young person and you know, they try to get in contact with their mom. And it, it, trust me, it's just, I have so many stories from speaking to someone inside Penn Station that was sleeping there that her dad was a doctor. Her dad is a doctor, right. you know, to right. people that are, you know, prostitutes that are just on heroin, which is a big, big issue. I have told this story on the show before, but I'm a, I'm a huge Seton Hall basketball fan. So I, I go down, I'm down at the Rock a bunch of oh, times a year. Awesome. And, uh, when I was still living over in Queens, there was one night where I went to take public transportation back and I left, I should have peed before I left the rock. I didn't, <laughs> I used the bathroom at North Penn station huh. after yes. nightfall. And I was like, Oh, this is, it's, it's rough when it's... like, I cannot underline enough that it was an environment that felt not just unsafe. It felt surreal. It felt <laughs> surreal. And you can uh, smell it. <laughs> open air drugs, like very clearly people yes. doing drugs or had re within moments of me entering. And I, when I say like 20 men lingering there, sitting on the floor in the bathroom, I was like, oh, this is, this exactly. is really hard to see. This is really hard to see, man. It is. And and sometimes actually, like kid you not, one day I was walking down Ironbound. And even though Ferry Street, yes, it's you know it's practically safe and somewhat you got to be aware of your surroundings. I I was walking down, was minding my business, but I can't help it but be vigilant when when I see it. So I overheard, um, you know, someone just left Walgreens and they shoplifted a bunch of stuff. And I see two guys talking about it, and he's like, "Yeah, they just ran. They don't care. The police is, you know, they're not going to do nothing." And I'm like, "Where did he go?" And they point at him. And I, you know, I just ran, I ran after him and right in Penn station, I called up to him and I grabbed the bag. I mean, listen, I understand, you know, I, I, I may not be in your shoes, but I understand that, you know, you're desperate and you need something and, and I'll be happy to help you, but stealing a bunch of the same stuff, just not caring and just walking out is not the way to do it. And I grabbed it. I took it from him. And I like, listen, I'm not going to call the cops on you, but please, this is not the way to go about it. There, we and, and you know, you gotta understand, he was desperate. You know, who knows what he does with that stuff? Sells it? I don't know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we can't just let things happen because it ends up growing. It's like, okay, we can get away with this. What else can we get away with? That's that is like ballsy. And oh, honest and real shit. And most people are not going to follow somebody into Penn Station. But here's the thing. It's easy for me to like go like, oh, I saw the crazy bathroom. And then you go, yeah, there's shoplifters. But again, in the spirit of what you do, now let's counterbalance that. What's the thing? Like, those are the stories I grew up hearing that made me nervous about going to Newark, even though I grew up 
I mean, I grew up right on the border of West Orange, right where Orange, Montclair and West Orange meet. Like it's inexcusable that I did not spend more time in that city outside of the airport. <laughs> I didn't spend time there, man. It's a bummer. Yeah. Rarely, rarely, handful of times. So what's the other stuff that you're like, oh, well, if you've heard those stories, the media will tell you that. What's the other, what's the Greek sisters? What's the other Greek sisters stories? You know, what's the oh. other shit that's just like, well, if you've never walked down the street, you are missing. If you live in New Jersey and you haven't seen this, well, and, and, you missed you know, out. What's funny? It's not even you know. You know, it's it's stuff that's already existed for so long. Like Frank's yeah. Pizzeria, you know, just Bloomfield Avenue. We got bakeries. We got cafes that been there for so long. You know, for generations. Uh, the Saint Gerard Feast. I mean, the Saint Gerard Feast is just. It's so like I go there. You know, people that I grew up as a kid. They they were my they were like a few na- neighbors a few houses down they were my neighbor, and we would talk and reminisce. I'm like wow that's I remember, and those are the things that um, people are really missing out is just going to these places that a lot of people avoid it because you know again the negativity. I know um, one street that gets brought up all the time is Halsey Street. Yes. I know one of our past guests was like, that's the traditional answer. You tell people if they like the arts, go check out Halsey Street. He also was like, Halsey Street is kind of maybe there's there's some hype there. There's like more hype than substance was maybe the indication. Um, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I had an Instagrammer named Jersey Girl Travel. She was like, I want to get a tour of North. Excellent. Let's do it. And believe it or not, Halsey, we, we didn't even go through Halsey Street because that's like like everyone says, it's a traditional. That's where we want to show people. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I wanted to give her a real feel. I gave her a tour. We went through Broad and Market. You know, we went through, we walked down, we walked to the Source of Knowledge, Book All Store. She loved it. Um, we went to do it. Um, so one thing in Newark that's a tr- long-time tradition is you sit next to Lincoln, the statue of, of Abraham Lincoln which is right up uh, Market Street. We did that tradition. I took a picture of her sitting there and, you know, we went to the, to the museum, you know, and then I, and we went to the Ironbound to eat. And we, when we went to um, eat in the Ironbound, it was like South Ironbound, not just Ferry Street because yeah, I could take you there anytime, but let me take you somewhere else. So I went to City Rub, which is like in a very industrial area. Like you hear the trucks, but it's great spot, great cocktails, and you know what? I, that's the thing. I, I and you know, I'm telling you, she would have gave me more time. We would have went down Seventh Avenue, St. Lucie's, the Cathedral. Oh, Forest Hill. Oh my God! I'm telling you, I have like so many places. Now you know that if you ever do reveal who you are, and this thing keeps growing, you're never gonna have to pay for a drink in Newark again. You're like the greatest <laughs> ambassador for this city I've ever spoken to. Just your enthusiasm bubbles over. Oh, I, I just and I would I would never you know accept that like a free you know what no way I, I I'm telling you with the Canela girls, you know I leave them like twenty dollar tips and I just do it because oh my god the service <laughs> is great great cafe I mean and I just love it that they chose to invest in that area. Now you've you're 30 years old. You've lived there your whole life. Another running thing that has come up in my interviews on this show that's been eye opening and pretty hilarious. I'm gonna see if your reaction matches our previous guests. I'm just gonna say a couple words, and those words are Cory Booker. <laughs> okay, how we feeling? How we feeling about him? You know what I would say as um you know Cory Booker is like 
you know, in a, in a sense, he put the whole urban mayor in the spotlight. Like, yeah, you know, there, there, you know, back then there wasn't no such thing. Cory Booker, and trust me, you know, he went through his battle with you know Sharp James and all that. I, I, the the document Street Fight, that oh. documentary. If people out there are listening to this and they haven't watched it, it's just straight up a good documentary. Absolutely. Let alone about the fact that it's from Jersey. That yes. should be that's like that should be on your required viewing list if you're a Jersey lover. Absolutely, for sure. And, and and you know, um, I I have nothing. Uh, nothing bad to say about Cory Book. I mean, you know, I, I you're I the first really, one. You're the first I, one. I, listen, I, you know, when it comes to politics, you know what? I'm all of, I'm all about as Joe D says, putting Essex County first. Well, I'm all about putting Newark first. Quoting Joe D, you really Absolutely. truly are one of us on this show. Uh, yes. The amount of times <laughs> that we give love to Joe D, the power broker, Joe D. Oh man, I I talk to him all the time when I I photograph like the events and trust me, I do this. For my own because it's great picking up these little brain drops from them you know people that he you know his mentor was steve autobottle senior i mean yeah oh you know i've read i'm telling you when i started this i barely knew much you know i was like i had the experience and then i just fell more in love learning about Nork's history reading about steve autobottle i read and i fell in love with reading the bad believe it or not i know about the bad the races i of all that in newark you know, and oh, trust me, I can even speak more about that being because, first of all, I am Mexican. I am Mexican American. And growing up in North Newark as a Mexican was not easy. It was not easy. And, you know, there, it was it was hard growing up in, in a sense because, you know, it was a lot of Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. And being Mexican, you know, I, I did get bullied because I wasn't that. So I hung out with a lot of the African Americans, and that's that that's took me to a different path. And yeah, but um, yes, I, I tell you, I, I read a lot about Jody. I spoke to Jody, and I you know I love that he's always proud of his Newark roots. I I mean, we are kindred spirits in a big way. Like I I find Jody to be endlessly fascinating. The <laughs> idea that New Jersey politics has these people where it's just yeah, Jody runs shit, and it's a political machine and it's not hidden everyone <laughs> knows jody's running essex county oh man yes I, he seems to be doing it the right way so nobody complains i love it the feedback people have said this here's the sense i get is from my other guests they seem to feel like cory booker had good intentions maybe self-promoter made up some stories. I was told there's a little bit of a joke on the streets of Newark. Oh, like, T be careful. If you, <laughs> or, the yeah. T-Bone story has come up. And I, I heard from one of our interviews said something along the lines of, the joke is you got to be careful if you tell Corey a book your, a story because your story might show up in the next debate. Like that type <laughs> of thing. Oh, but, yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, that's funny. And, and also people tend to go, where'd that Facebook money go? I've heard that come up a bunch too. If like, where'd that money for the schools go? And that's a valid thing. Now, I will say that people have fun laughing about that, but it seems like there's a lot of love for Ross Baraka, though. It, uh, I, I get the sense that people trust trust the current mayor in a big way. It, 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 you know, yes, absolutely. There's going to be love. There's going to be hate. It could be anyone. Trust me. If you're a mayor of Newark, there's always going to be someone chastising the mayor for whatever reasons. Um, you, you see it, you know, with Cory Booker and Sharp James. It, there's always someone – you know, the previous mayors, it's just what it is. But um, absolutely, I think Mayor Ras Baraka has, has done a phenomenal job. I've spoken to him, you know, 
let's be honest, I don't agree with everything, but at the end of the day, he's my mayor and I want him to do well. And I'm not going to just call him names. No, if I disagree with him, you know, I will say something. I, I, you know, and trust me, I've done things where I, I did, you know, I did this. Oh my God, this is big, but, um, Oh, you know, maybe we'll save that for another time. But um, wow. yeah, yeah, it's I will that be deep. intrigued forever. Uh, maybe later on, I'll tell you. I do love, at the very least, connecting some dots. And I won't ask you to tell anything you're not comfortable with. It sounds like one cool thing about Nork is like, it seems like a place where if you got a problem, like, your ward leader might hear about it. Your councilman might hear about it. The mayor might hear, like, it's a big city, but it's still a pretty small word of mouth city, it seems like. Well, absolutely. You know, Newark is, uh, even though it's a large city, it's a city of villages. You know, yeah. every neighborhood you go, it's still a neighborhood. I, I go down the street, you know, people know me. And yes, if you speak of some type of concern, you know, you go to your councilman, you know, uh, Councilman Ramos or, or whoever, you know, Roz Baraka, he's very active on social media. I will say that. And that's important because a lot of these long-term politicians, they don't get involved. You know, you look at Nutley or something. I I don't think they're on social media where you can, you know, um, you know, bring (laughs) something up, but yeah, you know, it's, it's awesome, you know, um, that he's easy to reach out to and he'll be very honest with you and you can tell him, listen, Hey, I didn't like this. And you know what? I'll even tell you what I did not like. And you don't you have know. to. I'm not trying to twist your arm. Not trying no, to twist your arm. I think I think it's fair. You know, so mind you, I'm Mexican. Um, I have, you know, I have friends that are African-Americans. I have Italian friends. I have friends from all over. And I remember jogging. Uh, and mind you, I'm running this blog, and I know where it's going on with Newark. And then I saw people congregating around the Columbus statue. Now, I was like, wait a minute. No one mentioned anything about removing the statue. I mean, you know, I would love to, you know, mind you, I, I, I'm not Italian. So, you know, but I'm like, wait, no one mentioned anything. So I looked online, nothing. So then I thought it was being done illegally, believe it or not. <laughs> and, you know, James, I'm very vigilant. I jumped on the statue. And you I'm got like, up on the Columbus statue? I, I, got, I got off the gate. I got off the gate and I got as far as you're I like could. A, you're like, a, you're like a borderline superhero of Newark. No, no, I wouldn't go there, but I'll you say. Know, and I got on there and I said, I'm not, I called 911 and I said, they're removing the statue illegally. And I, um, they're like, you know, there were people there recording because they were doing a ceremony. And, you know, I, I next thing you know, I'm calling 911 again. Where are you? They're like trying to remove it. I'm not jumping off. They're like, so next thing you know, all these cops came and I'm like, listen, there was nothing being done. There's no order. Um, I did not hear anything about this. This is being done illegally. It turns out, listen, we had, they got an executive order. And it was funny because the people that were removing it, they had tape all over their, 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 their company's name. <laughs> they didn't want no one to know. Oh, wow. So they removed it. And, you know, I, there were I I did you know reach out to Mayor Mayor Roz Rocca and I told him, listen, why wasn't no one aware? Why didn't you tell anyone? Like we you know if you're gonna remove it, we could have been like other cities. You know we're gonna have a ceremony, we can speak about it. You know, uh, it, I know it's a sensitive thing, 
But um, you could have done that. You did this very like, you know, behind the scenes and you weren't transparent about it. And he said, and I quote him, he said, I told my influencers they were supposed to spread the word. I don't know. For something to be done at 11 midnight and you're telling your influencers and you're, you're the mayor. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't agree with that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, but despite this, you know, aside from that, I, I think, you know, he's done a phenomenal job. And like I said, we're never going to agree on everything. And I really, you know what, I, I, I've, you know, there's some things that we didn't agree on with like the whole what's going on with the mandates and everything. But I think he's done a, a wonderful job and he definitely has my support. And it seems like he is, from the sense I get, regarded as Nork through and through. Like this is, he's a Nork dude. It oh. doesn't seem like too many people would deny that. No, no, they're, they're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He is a Norker to the core. We're, we're, we're like, we're, we're Norkers and it depends where you're from. We're, you know, we still have that Nork and yeah. it's never gonna, you'll see it. Trust me. You know, he'll be professional. And then like, I come to a point where like, Oh, you know, I talk to him. Like I really talk when I'm playing basketball with my friends and, you know, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. Do you mean like you talk to him like that, like on Twitter or no, in ta- in passing? In person, if you're at an event and he's there, absolutely, it's like, wild. Like so, a regular like you're someone who likes to get out. You're like someone who likes to be a part of the fabric of the city. But it's not unusual for you to just cross paths with a Joe D or a Ross Baraka on the streets when you're out doing your thing. No, you know, I I, I try to be involved with every event. You know, I try to like you know show people like, hey, we have these um, you know, we have these like events that. You know, it's like a Mexican. We, we, we do appreciation, like, you know, throughout the, you know, on City Hall. Um, recently, they did the Dominican Independence. Um, you know, they did a celebration. I couldn't make because I work at the hospital. But, um, yeah, I try to show that. I try to post it on my story. And, you know, I do come across them. And I'm always asking questions, trying to get to know them more. But, you know, Roz Braca, he's, he's a, you know, I've read so much about him. His dad, too. Yeah. You know. That's it's really awesome to read about that. <laughs> yeah, it's th- there are some wild stories about Amiri Braca, really yes. wild that yes. tie right into the history of the city. Oh, absolutely! From him living in, I think, in, in, when he was living in New York and East Village, to, to you know, it's just it's just amazing. It's just yeah. like wow, you know, it, it's really interesting. And, and every politician has that, like Steve Otto Bottle, you know, you know, that's just how it is. I get. I feel like in a city like Newark, you got to be able to talk to regular people at the drop of a hat. You can't be a p- politician who's distant. Like you got to be able to get. You ha- you need to be ready to have a down and dirty conversation in a heartbeat. Because and, if and not, how is anybody going to trust you? Absolutely. And but here's the beauty of it. You know, and I tell people, listen, if you invest in Newark. If you know, if you do good for the city, we are going to love you. I mean. You, and, and I kid you not, you could do something wrong later on. You know, you could be like in jail. We will still love you for what you've done for Newark. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty, um, you can see it with Sharp James. Yeah. He still gets love, huh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, some people, you know, I, I'm telling you, you see it. Hey, I, I have nothing, nothing but love for Sharp James. I, I've heard so <laughs> much, but you know, Sharp James was very like out there always like with the people and he was very like open stuff like you know he'll be at the columbus parade mind you i'm 30 years old so i grew up seeing the columbus parade you know on on blue Mm -hmm. avenue so for me it's it's cool i gotta ask you about another guy you might know him might not 
would not be surprised, but I know they just announced, um, because Newark politics are also very fascinating to follow, even as an outsider. You start to read about New Jersey politics in general, and you realize how layered and complex it is. And then Newark, it's like, I mean, the name of that documentary being Street Fight is very apt because it seems like oh, it's it like is. block by block, vote by Whoa. vote. And people, historically, there's been some corruption, some shadiness. Yes. But I know... Uh, Ross Baraka just announced like his new slate of council, I mean, council people he's endorsed. One guy, I saw this name on there. I said, I know that name. And it's one of the members of iconic 90s rap group, yes. Lords of the Underground. Yes. We're out yes. here, do it all from Lords do of the it, Underground. Yeah. He's trying to be a councilman. So you're not, you do you know do it all? Have you run into Absolutely. him? Absolutely. I've spoken to him on countless occasions. <laughs> Oh, um, this city. It's I've, such you're you are spreading the joy, making Newark feel like a small town full of all these hidden pockets. It's it's, it's exactly what I need to hear. Yes. I'm telling I spoke into plenty of times. I've you know, I ran into him at um Quintana's um birthday bash. Um, you know, and it, it's awesome. You know, it's cool to see, you know, I, I, I you know, I know everyone's on him, you know, he's a rapper. That's Hey, that's great. I, I, we need people that want to get involved with the city. I, I really don't care what your background is, you know, to a certain extent. If you want to be run, that's awesome. I love people, you know, engaging into Newark, whether it's politics, whether it's investments, whether it's just giving back. However, so, yeah. It brings up a question because you're dropping all these names of people who you've met them. You've parlayed with them. Now you don't have your face out there yet, but you also have this Instagram that, like, ten thousand for 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 a local local focused Instagram, like ten thousand followers. That's that be, that's starting to feel real. Are you waiting for the day when you get a DM from a from a politician that's like, "Come take pictures. I need you to come help me out with this." Like, I feel like you're going to become someone in the fabric of it, where people are going to start asking you for favors soon. You know, I actually, and I'm glad that we're we're doing this because, you know, whether you're a politician or you're a business owner or someone that needs a picture taken, listen, shoot me a DM. I'll do it for free. I don't want your money. If it's something that, you know, it's going to help your business, I'll do it for free. I, I, I sometimes want to post that on my story, but at the same time, I don't want to, you know, you just drown myself in something that I really can't handle. But, you know, sincerely, like, you know what, uh, if you're really like, hey, man, because I've seen some people's work and there's nothing wrong with it. They're, they're trying to, you know, trying to, you know, get through it. But I would sincerely just take a photo. You know, now there's a difference if you're a large company, and you, you know, you have funds and that. Yeah, I'm right. You know, you got to come if on. It's corporate. Yeah. Or something, if, you know, or, you're, you're, or not... you're doing well, you know. Um, Absolutely. But I'm talking about like, are you ready to get put in a position where like the po politicians might see you as someone they want on their on their side or you know i be imagine anybody who becomes a mover and shaker there that starts to come up i've met you know the the east words um candidates you know i spoke to yeah i spoke to both of them weber and and mr campos um both of them and you know what? To be honest, that's just not in my purview. I mean, I'm not getting involved with that. I really not. I'm all about, you know, as I said, putting Newark first. If you're interested, you know, I told them, I told every candidate, whether in the West Ward, uh, I told every, every candidate, I'm like, listen, congratulations on getting your, you know, petitions signed up, you know, you know, getting your petitions. I wish you the best. I wish you good luck. And that's, 
you know, that's just how it is. I mean, now, of course, if it's my district, that's where I will step in. And, you know, I'm not going to say, hey, you don't need to. No, I'm not going to get involved with that. I'm just going to make my vote. And I'm not going to get involved with trying to, hey, you should vote for this. That's just not something I'm interested in. Now, I've bounced this off of all the people I've talked to as part of this kind of Nork running series of episodes I've done, which is this, because I'm 11, 12 years older than you. Mm-hmm. And my whole life growing up in Essex County, every few years, oh man, Nork is really starting to turn around. You start to hear it. Now you're someone out there who legitimately walks the city, takes pictures of stuff. You see the good, you see the bad. You mentioned earlier, there's a lot of areas that used to be one way and you've noticed they're not that way anymore. There's areas Absolutely. where there are, but you're starting to see some streets where you're going, whoa, there's people walking their dogs down this block. That wouldn't have happened five, 10 years ago. Does I get the sense that this most recent past couple of years where people are saying like, oh, there's like a, there's like a turnaround, a renaissance happening in Newark. It feels more real than other times that that's been bandied about in my lifetime. I wonder if you feel the same way. And I wonder if, you have opinions on that, good and bad. You know, it, it's it's always started very small. You know, I mean, if you look at Broadway in North Broadway at one time, and maybe probably, you know, but I remember it being infested with prostitutes, um, you know, by, by closer projects um, in Grafton Avenue. But if you drive through there now, you know, those that chicken shack, the store that used to be there, they knocked it down. There's a 7-Eleven. And it's just like, wow, you know, um, tiny pieces have been slowly getting better. I mean, again, it's a very large city, so that's why you probably don't see it all at once. Like, oh, wow. Um, I do agree that at one point everyone was like, oh, they've been saying that for so long. But you got to understand, Newark has had so many obstacles from the homeless from New York City coming to Newark to, you know, COVID. I mean, you know, to Political the, corruption. Political corruption, Route 280. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. There's so many things that North has gone 280 meaning they kind of just oh, the 70, well, knocked the, down big chunks yes. of the city, right? And Route 78, you know, those just are- knocking down neighborhoods to make oh, highways. And, and I will speak about that too. Oh, no, I will be making a post about that soon. But um, yes, and, and, and it's sad because a lot of people- which is kind of goes to what I was, you know, I will be posting this. A lot of people that talk bad about North, they use the highway systems. They, they, they use it to go home and they're the same ones that talk bad about it. But, you know, North sacrifice, you know, people lost their, their home, their memories, their childhood memories, so that people can have a more efficient way to get to where they want to. I was just reading, there's, there's, a, there's a book I've been reading called How North Became North. It was. It's kind of an academic book. I think published by Rutgers Press. Okay. And one thing that I, you know, you read to try to learn, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who knew this because they were around when it happened, or they're smarter than I am. But I was pretty shocked when they, you know, now a lot of the housing projects are coming down. Yes. But when those first went up, I was there was a chapter that I thought was pretty brilliantly written about. You would think when those first went up, where would they go? They'd go in the neighborhoods that would actually need 
housing the most, where the housing was most substandard. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't the case in Newark. Nope. The nope. first one went up in a, an Italian neighborhood that was not the best Italian section in Newark, but where the whole community was kind of going, well, why? And then when you read about why, it's, well, to get federal money, they needed to try to attract commercial real estate. And they thought commercial developers would go to a white neighborhood first. So you just sit there and you think about it for five seconds. You go, the logic of this. So you're helping people who don't need the help as much, who don't want the help as much. You're knocking down a neighborhood that's got historically got a lot of pride. Oh, it's a sad and in the story. meantime, you're not helping you're not helping other groups of people that could really use that help. Oh yes, you're you're right. And it's backwards. It's, it's backwards it's such infrastructure. It's a sad story too. It's such a sad story if you really think about it because um, I don't know if you know Peter Rodino is, uh, you know, he I was, don't, he was one of the, there's a building named after him, the federal building on, um, Broad street, Peter, the Peter Rodino building. Now he was a very prominent politician. He was, I think he was involved with the Richard Nixon, you know, uh, impeachment or whatnot, but, um, he, in a sense, and, and, you know, maybe, uh, I don't have it, the facts you know, at a hundred percent, but he, in a sense, um, convinced the people and the the priests from St. Lucie's to do this. And he's Italian. So an old, your, your own person, your the, own the book kind. Talks about, the book talks about how the priests were sitting here going, like this, every they, they had a lot of enthusiasm in the neighborhood and there were a handful of priests going, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. We got a so, thing going here that we- And, that and once it was too late, it was, it was, it was too late. And, um, but and it was all their own in the name crime. of real estate development, which is kind of the same impulse that knocks down a neighborhood for a highway goes, let's knock down a neighborhood for this high rise so we can get the federal pocketbook to open. And let's not think about the consequence of it. It's really shocking how often that's happened in the city of Newark. Yes. And then after that, the whole red line, the whole red lining thing also affected Newark. So if you think about this, if you, if you were to put all of these stuff that happened to a different city in the, in the United States, trust me, you would think. No way, that city's coming. But look at it now. <laughs> um, it, it's it's much safer, but of course, we still have a lot of work to be done. I uh, I was driving with my kid in the car a few months ago, and my wife has some friends who moved to Maplewood because everybody moves from Brooklyn to Maplewood now. That's it's just a nice neighborhood. What it's happened? a nice neighborhood. It's oh, nice. it's a great town. Oh, it's a great restaurant there. Romantic one. I, I, I forgot what it's called. It's Arturo's is down. Arturo's has great pizza. That's down there. A lot of good stuff. Yes. But my kid was sleeping in the car. So I told my wife, uh, like, let's not wake him up. I'll just go drive around. When he wakes up, I'll come meet you. Because, okay. you know, a nap is precious. Yes. So driving down that area, I just kind of pointed the car in the direction I went. I wound up going through Irvington. Oh, and I yeah. wound up crossing over into Newark. I wound up in the West Ward all the way down at South Orange Ave. Um, so I said, okay, South Orange Ave. I'll just turn around. I'll take South Orange Ave back into South Orange. I'll be back in Maplewood. I got to tell you, I was thinking of it in a way I never had before growing up in Essex County. Cause I go, is there any place else in the world? And I don't know the answer to this where you can be on South Orange Ave in the West Ward and you don't need to make a turn but you stay on South Orange Ave and 10 minutes later, I mean, 10 minutes, if you hit the lights, right? You're in, you're in Livingston, you're in Short Hills. Yes. I mean, mansions in Short Hills, you know, like 
you feel it when you go from like the West Ward into Valesburg. You feel when Valesburg starts. And then you see Seton Hall and you feel you don't need to see a sign that says welcome to South Orange. It's just yes, no. <laughs> the people here are living differently. You walk 10 feet that way and 10 feet that way. And those people 20 feet apart are living different lives. You feel it. And South You're Orange right. Ave is like, you want to talk about class divide and racial divide. And like you said, redlining within Newark, I, you, I'm sure know far more about than me, but living in Essex County, you go, oh, whole neighborhoods that left Newark and relocated. You go, okay, why is there a big Irish? I grew up in a big Irish Catholic part of West Orange. Well, everyone's family used to be in an Irish Catholic section in Newark. And let me say, oh, Italian. All of Belleville is. <laughs> they're, yep. <laughs> they're all Italian. You know, you're laughing because you know I'm about to say Italian, yeah. but then all of Fairfield, it's a, it's a little bit of a different type of yeah. Italian and like more money. And you go, oh, because they all have different roots in different neighborhoods in North. They all left together. I go, is there a section of the world where you can see that disparity more pronounced than you can in North and its suburbs? Because everybody who grows up around here, if, if you are, if we are being honest with each other, it's like, yeah. Newark is not far from Irvington and Irvington is not far from Maplewood and Maplewood is not far from Short Hills and we and you grew up here you know what all those things I just said mean. Yes. Yes. You know and what those things mean. And yes. It's wild. And it's it's sad in a sense. I feel like we're isolated. You know, I I I do. You know, I try to you know network with um you know I have a lot of friends from Hoboken. And believe it or not, I try to bring them to Newark. I try to, I, you know, but it's funny because um, for some reason, cities just have this thing where, you know, we, you know, we're we're like for instance in in Hoboken, there's this big Instagram account. I won't mention the name, but everyone's probably following it. And you know, I I try to say, hey, listen, I'm trying to show the beauty of Newark. Do you mind supporting back? And you know, they have a lot of followers, and nothing. Now I work in healthcare. So I gave her some inside information and I listened, you know, I gave her the information cause she was sharing it with her followers. And then I was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing for Newark. Can you, do you mind following? Okay. She follows it. Um, two weeks later unfollows. And then, um, sometime later on, what the, what do I see on her Instagram? She wrote a, a place of a, 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 like a, a list of restaurants to visit in Ironbound. But, mm -hmm. Never wants to connect with Newark. Just oh, Ironbound. That's it. You know, here's the you know Portuguese food, and that's it. And I gotta sad. say, like, it. I hate to say it because I'm in my 40s, but it was only when I started talking to people in this series that one of the previous guests pointed out to me, like, how do you think it feels for a lot of the residents of Newark that all you guys want to hang out in the Ironbound, which is famous for being Portuguese, aka European, aka kind of yeah. the whitest section of Newark you're going to find. Yeah. Um, I, as soon as it was said to me, I, I was like, it felt like a punch to the gut of like, you'd like to think it's because of all the great food, but that's probably a big part of why we were all told it was the, it was the safest part of Newark yeah. to go still hang out in. Probably just comes down to that is that uh -huh. it felt the most European compared to other sections of the city. I mean, you know, it's 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 hard to say because I mean, I, I hang out a lot in, in North North too. You know, there's a lot of like this Mexican restaurant. You know, so I mean, I will say that you know, for a nightlife experience, yes, it is Ironbound to really go to. I mean, in the West Ward, it really isn't. 
a night. I mean, you know, where there's a bunch, not just one place. Um, so it, it, it's hard to say, you know, I mean, I guess if you look at it from that perspective, yes, I, I, I do see it, but there really is great restaurants, just like there is great restaurants in downtown. You know, I go to toss, which is, you know, uh, you know, it's a great spot. It's, I, I believe it's a black owned business and I, i support them too. Uh, but the only thing is downtown closes early. So unless there's an event, then yes, you got across Prudential Center. But, you know, there's, you know, cigar spots like Jimenez that I go to a lot too. And that's an also awesome spot because you see a lot of diverse people. You know, it, they've been there for so long. So, you know, it, it's it's hard to answer that question. But I, Right. Uh, that's good to hear. Like, oh, also in Ironbound, the blocks are walkable and there's multiple open businesses. Later. There's restaurants and bars and they're all open and it is a place to walk around. Yes. On top of the clear cut divide that's good to have some that's that's very kind of you to underline that too of like yeah also places don't close early i do think though it's actually something i heard cory booker say that i greatly agreed with where he said something along the lines of like one of the simplest things you can do in your life that that has an impact that's an actual activist choice is where do you spend your money you choose to spend your money in the places you spend it. And that's an activist choice. And he started saying, he's like, I don't buy new clothes anymore. He's like, I'm a United States Senator. I just get used clothes because <laughs> they don't need to keep making clothes. There's great stuff out there. I take it to the tailor and yeah. it's it's better for the environment. I was like, oh, that's a smart thing Corey just said. So it is one of the things I think about. And I love that you're naming names on all these businesses. And I don't know if there's a few more you want to toss out there because that's one of the, I feel like one of the things I can offer is I got people who, I got a few thousand people who listen to every episode of this thing who all love New Jersey, who want to know where they should go and spend their money if they go hit up North. And you're I, the person throwing out names. Oh, I yes. It. I go everywhere. I mean, everywhere does not matter. I First time I'll go to a new place. You know, I go down Halsey Street too. Don't trust me, even though people say it's oh, that's where we tell everyone that wants to just like, you know, get a glimpse of no, there's a lot of like great places there that, you know, Boss Blend Coffee, which is I, I believe it's a black owned coffee shop. I've gone there too. They have open mic, which which is great because, you know, slowly and slowly when once that happens, once people you know, they keep on doing that, that means people are gonna start hanging out more at night. And that's what we need, you know. Uh, I think you know, seeing people outside is a crime deterrent and we need to be more out there. I go jogging downtown Newark 11 midnight. I, I do it because, you know, we, we can't just be scared. You know, I guess, yes, you got to be careful, of course. But when people see like, oh, wow, there's people out here jogging and, you know, uh, people, are a bit, you know, you know, criminals are a bit deterred. Like, oh, but um, we got to start slowly doing that and going to the westward. Which is I go there all the time. My uh, I walk to my uh, my uh, my animal my my dog's veterinarian, which is on East Orange Animal Hospital. But I walk up Central Ave, uh, and there's some great spots there too. Uh, Blueberry Cafe. Oh, I love that spot. They like fresh smoothies. It's black owned, and it's on Central Avenue in the west. You know, in the West Ward, which I I, I go there all the time when I when I'm in that area, um, and it's great to explore when you see like wow. It's it's a bit rough. It's, it is rough. It's not even a bit. It's rough. Some the streets are just really those numbers. Even just driving around that day in the West Ward, I said, oh, it's like block by block. Where I, even even me, like a very sheltered person, I'm like driving down one block, and I'm like, 
this block seems like it would be an all right place to live. And then you go to the next block, you go, okay, you, you this, know, place, this place needs, like these people, the people who live here need more help than the, the people a few blocks over. And it's sad. It is. You know, I was walking there and I saw this, um, you know, Jewish people. I watched, I saw these two Jewish guys and I guess, you know, they, you know, they, they own the house, they own the properties there. And I just, I, I act oblivious. Like, Oh wow. This, how long have you lived here? Or how long you've owned this house? Like, Oh, you know, if you he gave me, I don't know, like 10 years or more. Oh, I'm like, Oh, you think it's going to get better? You know? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. I, I don't make predictions. I think it's getting better. And I'm like, <laughs> You're, you know, dude, you're lying. You, you know, you just collect your money. That's it. And, you know, that's how we need more. Uh, I think we need more like people to actually live and own their homes. You know, that would really help. We got to build, you know, try to create programs, which I think Ras Baraka, Mayor Ras Baraka has been doing. And I will commend him for that. He has been trying to put people in their feet and not just, okay, you're on your feet now, but then later on, you're back to square one. So, you know, he, you know, that's what we need. We need more homeowners. We need people to move in. Well, let me, that's one of the final things I want to ask you about, because I actually, I interviewed Governor Murphy on the show okay. oh, a awesome. while back and he's a funny guy. They yes, wanted him I talking to him. He's, he, you know, he can get real goofy, charming fellow. They wanted him on here, I think, to kind of show that side of him. They wanted to talk to a comedian and it was largely late, but I asked him a couple questions because I have a real affinity for Newark, real affinity for Patterson. Thank you. Those are the cities that I kind of grew up passing through enough to get a sense of them. And I said to him about Newark in particular, and I wonder your thought process on it. I've been asking all the guests in this, their reaction to this. I said, it's very inspiring to see this momentum in Newark and to see that it feels real. But gentrification is also a real thing yes over in new york neighborhood by neighborhood you saw that, like when i first moved to new york many years ago nobody was living in bed if they were uh, you know <laughs> yeah art, <laughs> artists and now it's you know so i said to him how do you make sure that this happens the right way and he he said an answer that i thought was really um eye-opening to me and i want to believe him but some people have expressed hope about it. Some people have expressed some pessimism. He said, Newark is a city that a lot of people left. And if you look at the history of it, there was a point where it was supporting, I, I don't know the exact number, but 100,000 plus more people than currently live there. 500, yeah. He, he goes, now the good thing about that, he goes, you know, the bad thing is that that flight happened. The good thing is the infrastructure of this city is waiting for more people. He goes, it used to support more people, so it should be able to now. And if you think of it that way, that should mean that new people can come in and old people aren't going to have to leave because the infrastructure is all sitting there waiting for them. That gave me hope. I thought that was a real smart answer. I've, I've had a couple people roll their eyes at it. and real, you know, A friend of mine, Daniel Joseph, who was on the show, is a housing advocate, so he obviously sits here and his whole job is to worry in, about housing and help people with housing and he sees that close up, but I wonder what you think about that answer. Well, I'm glad you asked that because, you know, there's proof. I mean, you know, you got to understand Newark is the largest college town in New Jersey. It's a college city, really. You know, you think about it, all those students that go there and you know, Newark has a lot of issues. And I believe we have a lot of students that are, you know, advocates for that. And I don't, I, don't, I honestly don't 
see Newark becoming like Brooklyn. I, I feel like more people are going to want to move back into Newark, you know, and most like Clement Price, Professor Clement Price, you know, he came to Rutgers in, in the 70s, or you know, and, you know, he could have lived anywhere. And where did he move? Lincoln Park. I mean, you know, and he stayed there, you know, and until his death. And, and I, I think, you know, more of that will happen, more people graduating from Rutgers. And, and that's why I try to get involved a lot with the college community, um, you know, and I also try to, you know, clean the community when I can. I'm just a one-man show. And I, I'm always, like, pushing, like, hey, you know, try to, like, we need more homeowners and not this whole increase, you know, flip the house thing. Um, and it's a, it's a hard thing to say, but I just know that we won't go there. I, I, you know, we have a lot of good people in here and, you know, North Newark, who, you know, I mean, there's like, there's, there's a lot of hope and, you know, it's just, it's going to change again. It's just, it's just going to be a long-term game and, Really, like, no one's going to want to, like, from, like, how do I say this? An older person like yourself is not going to want to move to, like, let's say, weak way. It's just true. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you know, once you're already there at that age, you know, but our younger generation, that's who, you know, our hope is. Our kids, they're, they're our hope, you know, myself. And then hopefully they become homeowners and then they rent out to our good people, uh, our residents. And, you know, don't just go based off, oh, credit check. No, you know, there's some hardworking people here. And, you know, even immigrants. Immigrants also play a big, big role in that. And some of them end up becoming homeowners one day. And they'll also, you know, hopefully, um, you know, not charge extreme outrageous rents. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to take too much of your time. I have to thank you for doing this. Hearing okay. you name drop these businesses along the way, some of the history, chasing shoplifters at to Newark Penn Station uh, because and, if you don't do it, so who's gonna right? And, and, and that's not a Cory Booker thing. I'm not making this up. You know, not, no, like, it's no, awesome. no, it's, all, it's real true. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I, I, you know, you and I are on a video chat. Everyone else is just hearing this, but I can see it. I like the genuine, the genuine nature. It's. I will say I'm like known for loving New Jersey way too much, and I've rarely met someone who loves where they're from more than I do. And I think you love Newark. More than I love New Jersey, and uh, it really shows. And it's a very inspiring conversation. And, and I'm glad you did this, you know. And I trust me, I love Newark. I've cried for Newark. I've been here, and trust me, I've cried for Newark a lot. And you know what? I'm not going anywhere, and I'm always going to be there for Newark in any way possible, giving back, whether it's through photography or something. You know, I'm going to be there. I think you're going to be the mayor one day. I think no. you will be the mayor of New York. No. I think people are going to hear this and they're going to go, this is this person is so true of spirit and this love is so real. This nah. is maybe, once Baraka goes for the governor, no. that's the rumor, right? He's yeah. going for oh, governor. I, I, I think, you know, hey, listen, when, when, when you're a mayor of Newark, that's a tough job as it is. You know, who knows? The sky is the limit. And that's where we hope that more people like want to, you know, get involved with Newark. So, yeah, it's an important role. You'll yeah. like, as a Joe D fan, you'll like this. I, I interviewed, uh, there's a political reporter, Matt Friedman. He writes about New Jersey politics for Politico. Okay. This is like tangent now that we're wrapping up. And I said to him, I was like, so if you run for governor, like you gotta, 
you got to give Jody a call. He's like, you don't give Jody a call. <laughs> Jody gets a sit down. He's like, oh, you yeah. need Jody. I was like, just Jody from Essex County is that important? He goes, Chris, Jody has Nork's vote and Montclair's money. Oh, like, Jody is the guy. All those you- Nork votes and all that Montclair money. Jody's the guy who's on top of all that. Yeah, yeah, and you've met Jody. He's the dude. Oh. Oh man, and and, and the thing about him it, no, and, oh well, when you do, you'll you'll hear him talk about himself a lot. You know, that's just him. <laughs> that's that's Joe D. You know, and, but he's a Nurker to the core, and you know, but that's him. He's he's a great guy, and you know, he, he grew up in my neighborhood. I think Bridge Street is where he lived. You know, so it, 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 but that's him. You know, he's I I I studied him. Believe it or not, I watched all every interview to yeah. know about, him. and then when I saw him in person, I spoke to him. You know, I might try to take pictures of him, and he has this thing where he do, he just looks at anywhere. You know, he he doesn't he doesn't matter. He doesn't care. You know? I love another Joe D fan. Another oh, Joe yeah. D fan. Oh man, man. there's a lot of folks. You know, Stephen Fulop. You know, he used to he he used to work in Newark. I don't know if you know the mayor of Jersey City. Jersey City's mayor, right? Yeah, yeah he and he's to, become he to, kind of a power broker in his own right. Yeah, he used to. His parents owned a business in downtown Newark, and he used to work there in the summertime. So, you know, it's like everyone has some type of experience of Newark and it just spreads out. I feel like for so much in North Jersey, I find myself saying it again and again, it all goes back to Newark. For so many families, for so many neighborhoods, for so many people, it all goes back to Newark. And like you meet, you know, between people who grew up there, people whose parents grew up there, people who went to school there, people who went to church there, people who went and got their confirmation in Sacred Heart, people who go, you know. Oh, like, yes. It all goes back to Newark in so many ways for so many people in this state. And it's and, uh, it's it's good to know there's people like you out there shining I, a light on all the positive. And I hope, you know, I know this is like my big dream is to like, hey, you know, if you're a celebrity, like, you know, all right, you know New York, but, you know, why don't you come to Newark? You know, just, just like, I, I, I think that's possible. You know, instead of just going from behind the rock, why don't you come out and go check out some of our restaurants, you know, come out, get the scene. I'm trust. I, I, I'm telling you when I see celebrities that are going to perform in Newark, I'm like trying to like, Hey, you know, I try to like, you never know. Right. You never know. And right. You know, I, one day is so like you, you keep an eye on who's at the rock and who's at the NJ pack and just, Oh, you, you want to hear a funny story? I waited outside in the cold in the back for Mark Anthony. Okay. <laughs> I waited outside. He came in three escalades. I didn't know which one was he. And there was a cop car in front of him. I couldn't stop the cop car and get in front and just say, hey, Mark. No. But I tried. I waited out there in the cold. And I was just waiting, waiting. You know, it's hard to security guard. Oh, my God. I had to pee. I'm like, crap. And then I thought it would be like one nice car and I'm like, oh, that'll be him. No, he came in three cars. I didn't know which one was him and never got to speak to him. But uh oh listen, I'm always trying. When I'm in the city, I, I hang out a lot in the city. I have friends that live in the West Village or Upper West Side. I'm always talking to them and I'm networking because I want them, hey, listen, you know, check out my blog, Nork. I, it'll be girls and I'll tell them, hey, listen, check this, you know, this is my blog and they and they follow and you know they they see they know I'm a photographer and I try to bring them to Newark. I don't care. I just, you can take World Trade Center. And it, it, trust me, it, it is possible. Um, I have friends coming to the St. Gerard Feast from Hoboken. I'm bringing them th- um, this year. And, you know, it's just one person at a time. I can't thank you enough for this conversation. I've had many conversations about Newark on this show. 
that get me to think really hard, but there's few where I find myself getting giddy about like, oh, I just want to go get, I want to go oh. get a coffee from that coffee shop. So thank you so sincerely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate um, everything you've done and what you're doing for New Jersey. And I hope um, your listeners will show support to a lot of our businesses, you know, toss, um, you know, boss, black boss, uh, boss blend cafe, um, canela. That's the, the Greek spot that I've been going to. And, you know, even Frank's Pizzeria. Everyone knows Frank's Pizzeria on Bullshit Avenue. Uh, and, and there's so many spots. But just just come and explore and you, you'll fall in love with the city. And I love you getting the plugs for local businesses in. And because you are too too pure a soul to do it, I'm going to just go ahead and say, if you're on Instagram, everybody, Nork NJ blog, Thank you. you follow James. And uh, not only should you be supporting what he's doing, but all these spots that you're talking about, you shine the spotlight on them there. So for anybody who's trying to figure out, like sitting here with a pen right now, trying to write this all down, also just go follow you. Thank you. To Thank find you. out about Appreciate all of it. What a joy. Thank you Thank so you much. much. Take care. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the world. New Jersey is the world is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Cobb, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the world, where New Jersey is the world.